Support for TAG's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code TAGS, T-A-G-S. Hey, hey, what is going on? You are listening to TAGS Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve V. On this Tuesday, coming at you really excited on this episode, episode 181, if you can believe it. Yep, we're already here. We're fastly approaching 200 episodes in this summertime here. I hope you're having a great summer and making the best of it as we all know we are. Um, A little bit later on this episode, I'm going to be talking to porn star Dante Cole, who is in a new documentary film that is coming out called Porn Star Pandemic. The film follows three porn stars that are, have a huge fan bases already, plus two newbies. It's kind of follows these porn stars in a day in the life. They each kind of film their own reality as as how their life may or may not have changed during this pandemic. And obviously you can imagine it has. And then they do kind of a Zoom call and interview afterwards uh, a little bit later. So I'm going to be talking to one of the porn stars in this Dante Cole in just a few minutes here. Looking forward to talking to him. And then stay tuned after the show because I'm going to give you my review of this brand new film documentary by Breaking Glass Pictures called Porn Star Pandemic. So stay tuned for that. Before I get into my interview, though, I was thinking a little bit about, have you heard of COVID parties? Yeah, you heard me. COVID parties. Essentially, they are parties where people are trying to get the virus, if you can believe the, how ludicrous that actually sounds. And sometimes in certain places, they've done these parties where everyone will get together and they'll, they'll create like a pot, a pot of money, with the idea that whoever gets the virus first wins the pot. So, I, I don't, I don't, I'm slightly speechless. When I was speechless, I mean, every day there seems to be another story of another idiot who won't seem to wear a mask or finds, thinks that everything is hogwash. And it's, we all know, I'm sure most of my listeners, you guys know, it's not. So the idea that you would have a party to try and get this virus first, not knowing blindly that how it's going to then affect you, mind you, who you might then pass this on to, all for a pot of money. And I'm sorry, how big could this pot of money be? Is that pot of money going to pay for your doctor's bills that could easily rack up for all the things you might have no clue What's going to happen to you? 
It reminds me of an, another story I heard back in the day. Have you guys ever heard of bug, bug chasers? Bug chasers. Essentially, and if you haven't heard of this, you're going to be, I mean, it's going to blow your mind. It's essentially guys that would go around trying, trying to get HIV, trying to get HIV, the virus, HIV. And it's a phenomenon, I think, that hopefully I would imagine it was of a certain period of time because now, as we all know, we talk so much about PrEP on this show and have that probably is hopefully that went away <laughs> of trying to get it because essentially most people that are fucking raw are usually on PrEP or Discovy or one of those. And, but there was a point where I had heard of this and actually I have a personal story on this. Now he didn't call it bug, he was a bug chaser, but this was a guy that I dated several years ago and I knew we had already been dating for a while and he had told me he was positive and you know, we, we took our precautions. I wasn't on prep at the time. We used condoms. It was fine. But we were already having some problems in our relationship. But this came out later. He had a long-term relationship several years before we had dated. And he proceeded to tell me that he was dating this guy. They were together for years. And that his boyfriend was HIV positive. So he decided, or they decided together, but he decided, the guy that I'm talking about, that I guess he wanted to level the playing field and he thought, I wanna also get be, become HIV positive too, so that we are both, we're both in love, we're in this long-term relationship, okay, news report, it didn't, they're not together anymore. Um, so he decided to actually have sex with his boyfriend, Ra, to get the AIDS virus. And bingo, he did. Now, when he told me this, I think we were lying in bed. And I th think I looked at him like he was completely insane. I wanted to almost push him out of bed and kick him out, not only of, out of my bed, but out of my life, because I thought are you fucking crazy? You'd have to be fucking crazy to want to do that. Apparently, though, it's, it, was a, it was a phenomenon. Bug chasers is what they called themselves, or what the act of trying to get the HIV virus. And, you know, I don't know that I ever really got a sufficient answer. And, of course, it, ne it definitely never set well with me for the rest of the time that I dated this person, but I couldn't help but think, wow, wow. Because again, like the coronavirus, at least during this period before PrEP, no one really knew how the HIV virus would in fact affect individual people. So in other words, 
I've known people that have been HIV positive for years and have even before having to take medication, um, have really never had any symptoms, but were HIV positive. And we of course all know of stories and people that unfortunately got the HIV virus and got sick, almost immediate, and unfortunately passed away due to the virus. And then of course there's everything and every type of way it affected certain different people, it affected people in different ways. So you never really knew how the virus itself was going to affect you particularly. So the idea that you would go out to get it, at least in this situation, the example that I just told you, so that he could sort of be on a level playing field with his boyfriend, which like I said, ultimately didn't even work out their relationship, seemed crazy on so many levels, but the other crazy thing was, you don't know if you're gonna get it the same way and your body is not his body and you could die. Maybe he's responding better to certain medications than you. I think it's pretty self-explanatory on what I'm trying to say. And I couldn't help but thinking with these COVID parties that are going on that it's kind of the same thing, but not only is it, at least in bug chasers, they're doing it to get it for themselves. It's sort of this insane concept that you personally do onto yourself. With these COVID parties, you're getting it to win what, a pot of money. How much is that money? Only to then not know how you're going to be affected by the virus, but then probably, potentially, go out and give it to everybody that you come in contact with in your home. If they're parties, not everyone lives alone. It takes a few days, weeks to find your test results. And mind you, they're trying to get these test results to win a pot of money that I just think the whole, it's, it's almost worse because you're trying to get something that we all know now can then, you can infect everybody you come in contact, strangers. So in some ways it is like bug chasers, but it's worse. Anyways, uh, enough of my rant on those, but yeah, it's crazy out there. Wear your mask. That's all I've got to say on that. Um, let's move on, though, to something a little bit more uplifting and fun, like talking to a porn star. Doesn't that sound so much more fun? It does to me. Well, uh, before I get to my guest, uh, Dante Cole, I'm just going to read you um, kind of an intro of what Porn Star Pandemic is all about. Breaking Glass Pictures has acquired worldwide rights to the documentary Porn Star Pandemic, The Guys, an intimate examination of LGBTQ adult actors and their lives during the COVID-19 quarantine. Directed by adult director, directed by adult director Edward E.J. James and executive produced by Breaking Glass CEO Rich Wolf, 
porn star pandemic, the guys, will arrive July 28th on DVD and all major VOD platforms. The entire world is shut down due to COVID-19. The adult film industry is closed for an indefinite time period, and its actors, directors, and production staffs are left idle. Adult film director and producer Edward James E.J. and his independent film distributor, Rich Wolf, decided to make a documentary based on what adult entertainers do when they are not in front of the camera. Porn Star Pandemic investigates the daily lives and routines of some of gay porn's biggest and newest names, covering all angles of the gay porn scene from gay excuse me, from gay to bisexual to gay for pay. The impetus behind this documentary was the fact that audiences rarely see behind the scenes of what adult performers do when they are not in front of the camera, said EJ. Their lives are often more similar to the average person that many think, and we wanted to explore that, especially during our current situation. We're all in this together, and it's important to highlight that fact. Porn Star Pandemic, the guys, features three of the, three of the top adult stars in the industry quarantine and living their lives in stasis. Follow along with Dante Cole, Pierce Paris, D'Angelo Jackson, as well as two newcomers, no pun intended, Elijah Wilde and Jack Loft. The doc features the actors during their daily activities, along with their personal thoughts on the current state of the industry and their own roles in it how the shutdown has affected their lives and livelihood and what's next once everyone can return to work. I was curious what other industries look like during the shutdown, said Wolf. One night, EJ and I were catching up and I asked what his talent was up to while their business was more or less closed. We ultimately decided to find out. So with that introduction and stay tuned because at the end of my interview i'm going to give you my review of porn star pandemic the guys but without further ado here's my interview with dante cole well i'm really excited today to be welcomed by porn star extraordinaire dante cole um, who's in the new film porn star pandemic the guys um, like i said offline i watched the film i really enjoyed it particularly your part um, and I think my first question to you was, did you enjoy the process of documenting yourself? Like we got a day in the life of Dante Cole. And I think you were one of my favorites uh, because you gave us such variety. It was almost like a filmmaker's view of it. And did you enjoy that process? Um, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of told like, you know, get, a, B, C, D, and then I was like, try to get as much of it as possible. Um, I like kind of like working with film stuff. Uh, I mean, I've always kind of liked the idea of like director's route. So I guess, you know, whatever that may be, but like, I'm, I've never really fully directed myself. It just seems like a lot of work, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed it because it was a, uh, I feel like I had like a very interesting situation to like be living in. And I was just like, I, this would be a cool chance to like share that. So. Right. I mean, you're like an editor's dream because um, editors need content to splice away. And so you gave, I'm assuming you gave the editor like plenty to pick from and choose from. Um, but on your story part, you, um, you just tapped on that. You live in a, a trailer, a very spruced up like badass trailer. How did that come about, and why do you live in a trailer? <laughs> so, uh, 
I've been doing the whole trailer life thing for just about three years now, actually. And I kind of got to the whole point where I was, you know, I, I was, I was making more money and this is like, you know, five years ago. So I was making more money and I was just kind of like one point, you know, I, I don't need this. And then, so I got rid of that. And then I'm like, you know, I don't need this. And then I got rid of that and then just kept going and going. And then next thing you know, I was just like, I had like very little clothes left and I was just like, I only use what I need or I only have what I need. And I just kept going on from there. And then like, I was just like, you know, my, like, I don't need all the space. I have two, a two bedroom apartment and I live by myself. Like, why do I need that? So then I went to a smaller apartment. I'm like, this feels so much better. It's more quaint. And then from there, I got a smaller apartment after that one. And then eventually from there, I just moved into a trailer because then I was just like, I want to be in California, but I don't want to commit to one spot. I am good with a small space. And, you know, this uh, gives me the freedom to do whatever I want. And I can own my own home for incredibly cheap and live wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> well, I love it. And we should note for people listening or watching that it's not any trailer it's like you've decked it out i mean did you have a hand in all of that i mean it's it doesn't look it looks like really cool like i want to live in there uh yeah i mean i basically i had a i, I had bought one trailer initially and it was just like it, it didn't work right for what i wanted and i i bought it new so then i just kind of like did some things and learned how i like certain other things yada yada and then eventually a year later i got the one i have now and it completely renovated it. it just like did everything because I'm like I, I already knew what I wanted out of a home and so and then I just took bits and pieces out of everything and then uh you know put in my own washer and dryer and change up the bathroom you know put pull a up bar water. yeah pull up bar on the back and <laughs> that was that was recent to that because <laughs> I'm like I couldn't work out so I was just like and I love pull-ups muscle-ups and shit so I need that um yeah, and so I, I just I did pretty much all the work myself because like I knew what I wanted already, and just kind of went on from there. Um, we all know porn is fantasy, and if content-driven sites like OnlyFans that you participate in are, uh, well, you create the content, and they're a little bit more uh, interaction with your fans, a little bit less polished, if you will. So with this film, Porn Star Pandemic, the documentary that we're talking about here we really got to get an insider look into you. Did you have any apprehension when they pitched the idea to participate in this? Like, ooh, am I gonna be oversharing or any of that? Or did you think it was important to share? Um, I did not have any apprehension at all. It was, I'm a very open person, I'm an open book. I don't have anything in my life that I wanna hide or care to hide. Like I do what I do and proud of doing it kind of a thing so it's just like i don't really need to or feel the need to hide anything um most of the things that i shared in there um i felt like it was an opportunity to share it uh, to like a certain audience and so there was you know about like the buy stuff and i i, I kind of forgot all, a lot of the details because this was done a long time ago right but no, well, it was like in the beginning of the quarantine when it happened but um there there it, I feel like there's certain things needed to be shared, but I can know I did not have any apprehension as to doing anything at all, you know? Because I would imagine so many of your fans that follow you on all your content-driven sites or watch your porn are gonna, oh my gosh, Dante Cole, if you're already a fan, you're gonna wanna watch this film and they're gonna see 
you know, a different side of you. Um, although I thought it was extremely flattering. I mean, you call yourself a hippie in the, sh in the streets, GQ in the sheets on your <laughs> fans page. I like that. And you masturbate in exotic places. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Um, so yeah, I mean, knowing that there's porn is fantasy, um, you didn't mind that your fans are going to get to, or did you, it sounds like you enjoyed the idea that they're going to get to see, particularly during this pandemic, a different side of you. Yeah, because I mean, it was, I share that kind of stuff on my social media, like not like in such detail, but you know, like right. on my OnlyFans and Instagram, Twitter, I, I, I put it out there of like, kind of like, what am I doing on the daily, you know, just like here and there sometimes. So it's, uh, this was just a more expansive way to kind of see it. So exactly. I like that. Um, you, you mentioned, I was going to talk about it in a minute, but you mentioned um, the bi stuff, bisexuality, and I really appreciated the part in... Uh, without giving away too much, you do talk about, uh, I think one of the guys asked you, well, are, do you consider yourself gay, bisexual, straight? And I appreciated your answer. You said, you know, you don't go by labels. It's whatever you like. But you did tap into bisexuality. And on this show, Tag's podcast, Talk About Gay Sex, it's talk about gay sex. Mm -hmm. So in general, we have gay men listening to our audience, but not everybody. And I've made a conservative effort on this show to, have, to feature trans the trans community, but I've, I've had um, bise bisexuals on the show as well, because I think it's important, because I think oftentimes gay men just want to lump everybody into either gay for pay, or it's 50-50, like you were stating in the film, when you're bisexual. Was it important for you to talk about this stuff um, openly like this on, a, on this platform? Yes, uh, that was, in my opinion, one of the things that I, of all the things I probably would have shared, that was probably one of the more of like, hey, you know, this is a good opportunity to like kind of like clear the air on certain things because just like you said, uh, a lot of, I find that a lot of people do kind of like clump it together. Like you're either gay or you're not, you know, right. there's not, there's not like an in-between and, you know, it's just like if you're a bisexual man doing gay porn, you know, it's like you're not allowed to be doing that, you know, it's just like, but why if you're interested in guys too like why why not and it's just kind of like the whole thing of people who have gone through such like harsh discrimination in their lives and i'm referring to uh people who are um gay right uh you know people who are gay have gone through like such terrible things in their life and so i understand that you know it's just like it feels like a straight man is just taking advantage of like their situation something that they fought so hard to defend and be okay with and it's just like i get it but it's also like you know have an open mind that there is more than just gay and straight you know you can be in the middle and you know just i guess it wouldn't be gay sex at that point it'd be bisex but like i don't know it's just that's that's why i don't like labels because this is very confusing like as you can hear what i'm saying so it's just like yeah like what you like fuck who you want <laughs> i'm for it i'm for it yeah um well you know you talk a lot about as all of the different porn stars on the documentary talk about working with content driven sites only fans just for fans and so on and so forth but i guess my question for you since i have you here is do you miss working with partners and doing scenes during this time frame do you miss that and or maybe you've already started to get back into it in some way shape or form yes i i miss it quite a bit there's 
I have done like uh, definitely not as much as I was before. Probably maybe like I, I have gone back to streaming, but I would say I'm probably at like 50% capacity as to what I was, but you know, I, I really do miss it. Cause it's like, I'm doing more of like, and I'm not complaining, but like I'm doing more of like the straight stuff now and buy stuff rather than uh, the gay stuff. Because like m- the biggest site I worked for was men.com and next door and Falcon and next door didn't start shooting until very like actually I don't, I don't even know if they're shooting right now i thought that they might have been but um you know like men.com isn't filming at all you right. know they're, they're doing like at home stuff like you know like hey you know you want to record this at home or whatever but like you're not really working with partners and it kind of sucks and it's just like you know I, i've missed that side of it too so um i do miss it but you know it's i'm things are getting better for sure yeah, because you mentioned in the film, you in particular, and I was like, wow, he's awesome. You have always been good with money. Your parents, you, you mentioned that. Your parents, you have a savings account. So for you, it's not, and you've been doing really well with these content-driven sites. So it's not like a financial thing. It's really, it sounds like what you're saying is you really enjoyed the part connecting with people that you want to work with, that whole interaction that takes place. And, I guess that's why you got into it. Yeah, it's like uh, this porn industry is the one place where I found I fit in. And it's just kind of like, you know, like, oh, I'm here, you know, and I make money doing it. And it's like a career for me. So then it's just like, oh, you're not getting it as much. You kind of like, kind of miss it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's real good though. Um, it's getting better for sure. Well, um, I had a f- fun watching, comparing your, your footage with um, another... Uh, D'Angelo Jackson, um, when you see the film, I understand you haven't seen it yet, but when you see it, um, because in some ways you were similar, in some ways you were totally different. Um, And I'm talking about, um, he was taking his shower and putting on oil and moisturizing and and was telling the audience in his video profile on how important, how he has to be like semi-wet to put the moisture, the oil on and this whole process. And you like admitted like you only take showers like maybe every other day sometimes two days go by which i thought was funny and i thought that was really cool um but the and then the cooking thing you get home delivery food Mm -hmm. um and he said he cooks well okay when he showed us how to cook he was making ramen noodles which i thought was really funny but uh, (laughs) they are very good yeah no i i loved it um but what you both shared and and you two were my favorites um because you both had a lot of content and it was really um engaging and i thought that was it's going to be fun for people to watch that you know you are part of two other top porn stars uh featured in this film but there's two newbies that are featured in this one sort of interviews you and and all the performers and then there's another one um, do you do you ever feel like sort of a pay it forward? Do people contact you, slide into your DMs on, hey, can you give me some advice? And are you open to giving people advice or sort of paying it forward to new people that want to get into the industry? Yes, I I see how a lot of people get into the industry and it can be, you know, they, they don't not necessarily do it right, but they can get taken advantage of often because like, you know, this isn't like, this industry is very nice and it's a very great place to be, but just like anywhere, you know, if you're not like looking out for yourself or you don't know how to like work your way through it, there's a good chance you're going to get taken advantage of. And so like, I, I do like to help when it's like the opportunity is like right there. But a lot of the time, you know, I'll get like messages on Twitter and she's like, how, how do I get started? And then it's just like, well, yeah, 
it does everybody's Watch my different. ted talk and when i give it and you can learn from it <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean it's more just kind of like a lot of people just like it's just they want to talk and yeah um, but then it's just the, I mean, like the best thing I, you know, I could tell people is just like, you know, find an agent and it's really easy to find them once you from, once you go on from there and you've got yourself, you can get going and then, you know, then that's a different story. But if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, lastly, um, there was two things I got that you gave me some inspiration. One of them you just reminded me of, and um, Cameron Diaz has talked about this, the importance of drinking a huge thing of water when you wake up in the morning. And you probably don't remember you said that, but um, uh, I, I watched yeah, I watched Cameron Diaz say that, and I was doing it for a while, and I forgot about it. And then I watched this film and saw you, and now I'm going to get my huge canister of water. Um, but the other thing is you do muscle-ups in your video, and I'm a former gymnast trying to get back into it, and I got this like band thing to assist me where you put, wrap it, and then it'll help you up. Any advice you can give me to do a muscle up, like a tip? Uh, yeah. So I, I learned to kind work of work out more. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's not that. I mean, there's, I, I mean, I learned the long way because I taught myself how to do it instead of just like YouTubing or like asking somebody. So it's like, I, I that's the best way I learned is like by fucking up and then doing it. So the definitely, uh, the best way to do it is working your chest bar because, and it's also like, people think like, oh, do a kipping muscle up first is like the best way to do it because then you can get above the bar, but it's just like, you want to do that it. push up part, right? Yeah, kind of. So it's like, but people want to like go like do the kipping right away, but like learning something strict and like the actual motion of doing it is better than like, you know, doing the kipping motion. So my best advice for it is getting it, working your chest bar. So like pulling all the way to here and getting that because oh. once you're here, then all you gotta do is push. Right. So what most people don't realize and the, like that the, how I fucked it up was I would do pull like to hear like a normal pull up and then like fling my elbows forward and then push but like once you if you could pull up to about to your chest and then like right. just push so okay. just chest the bar pull ups I'm on it Dante and <laughs> I'm gonna um, when I get it I'll send you a video and you can Hell yeah. give me a thumbs up or thumbs down Dante Cole I want to thank you so much um, the movie is called Porn Star Pandemic the guys it's out uh, July 28th on DVD and on VOD. Um, and people can follow you at Twitter and Instagram at Dante underscore Cole, correct? Yes. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we did this. Absolutely. Hey guys, your buddy Steve V here. And during this whole COVID pandemic, I have been cutting my own hair creating holes in my hair, and now that it's warm, I need to get some color. So I needed to manscape is the whole process, and I was trying to use the same clippers to use on my head. Well, let's just say that I'm not very good at cutting my own hair. There's, Thank God I was able to go to my barber finally, but nobody to manscape for me until I got manscaped. Oh my gosh, life changer life changer because it will not cut you the way my clippers have cut into my head. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team, they spent, you know, 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. I have it, uh, their third generation trimmer. It features a cutting edge ceramic blade so it reduces manscaping accidents. Thanks to Manscaped, advanced skin safe technology. 
When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology, well, you know what? It allows you to groom in the shower. That's so cool. The other cool part is it has an LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. If you hear me right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with our promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Again, it's 20% off plus free shipping with promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S. Go to manscaped.com. Well, it was great talking to Dante Cole. You can watch it, too, on our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com forward slash tags podcast. And while you're at it, follow, if you like the content you're hearing, follow us on social media. Everything on social media is at tags podcast, T-A-G-S podcast. Here's my review of Porn Star Pandemic, The Guys, out July 28th on DVD and VOD. The, the film, I really, I really did enjoy it. It's a great insider look at some of your favorite porn stars. And even if you didn't know some of the porn stars featured, which I didn't, I still looked them up and I appreciated this sort of reality into porn stars that normally we only, at best, we, we see them in, in studio-driven films and we love that. We also see them in their... Only fans, and we like that, or on Twitter. This really gives an insider look. I really appreciated the behind the scenes that the, the producers told them to film. And like I said, some of the two, like Dante Cole, who is my guest right now, and D'Angelo Jackson, had some of my favorite content that they created on their own. These guys know what they're doing. They must have amazing Only Fans just for fans content-driven sites because they are an editor's dream. They provided them, as you heard Dante speak a few minutes ago, that they really said just shoot A, B, and C. And it must have all included a shower scene because they all seem to kind of have that in their videos. And some stepped up to the challenge a little bit more than others, I will say. But it was fun seeing the the that content and then the other part of the film with each one after you watch the behind the scene or the day in the life then there's sort of this interview between a newbie that interviews alongside um these other two guys and i i i liked the interviews because you learn even more and they um, I'm, I can certainly appreciate a great interview because they go in depth on how this pandemic has really affected not only their income, but how, as we all know, keeping up a body, um, a physical body is so important for porn stars. And uh, we all know gyms are not open. So I really appreciated their the inside revelations that they all gave us to learn a little bit more about life right now and and how they're dealing with it. And these guys, let me tell you, are hustling. They are making it happen. I have a new appreciation for porn stars today and what all goes into it. Long gone are the, the studio-driven owned performers. These guys may do a studio film or two, but most of them are creating their own content, whether it's on social media or 
with sites like OnlyFans just for fans. And I really got a even greater appreciation for the amount of work, time, dedication, and passion that goes into being a porn star. The downsides of the film had to do with some of the interviews. And I think in general, as an overall, I thought the film maybe went on a little bit longer than it needed to. There's sort of this, um, some interviews are a little bit more compelling than others. And I think the ending had uh, one last interview where it brought all of the porn stars together for like a six or seven minute piece at the very tail end that I really didn't find was necessary. I felt we we had already learned enough about the guys, we got an inside look at their lives, and if anything, it just perhaps suffers from being a little bit too long, it could be edited a little bit more. That being said, it's such a worth it to, to get this insider, insider look into their lives, and like I said, it doesn't even matter if whether you if you're fans of these guys, you're definitely going to want to watch this film. If you're not, you're still going to be totally. I was riveted by just seeing their stories, and there's some great moments where you just get to see how they live their lives, and they're in many ways just like you and I, uh, but they're hustling and they're figuring it out, and I appreciated all that. So I give it a huge thumbs up. It's on uh, available on VOD July 28th. Well, that's my show for today. Thank you for joining me. Next week, I am back with my co-hosts, Jeremy Ross Lopez and Lincoln. And if you like us, follow us, like I said, on social media. It's at Tags Podcast. Don't forget, I'm live every Thursday night with Sex with Stevie, my live podcast with my co-host Cody. It's a lot of fun. It's a call-in show. You can comment in real time. It's 10 o'clock Eastern time, Sex with Stevie, on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash tags podcast. And all the information and everything, show notes and links to everything is all on tagspodcast.com. Thank you for joining me this week. Continue being safe and healthy and keeping your head up. I will talk with you very soon.